Good evening, and welcome to the Ascension. As always, I am your Archangel, and I'd like to welcome you all to Episode 1, The Five Levels of Humanity. Before I get started, I just wanted to put a quick preface on this podcast. I want to let all my listeners know that, as I said in the trailer, if you found your way to this podcast, know that you did so for a reason. I'm not really going to market this. I'm not going to monetize it because this is not meant for monetary gain. I do this because I want to provide that light in the darkness, especially in these dark times that we as a society are facing during this pandemic, especially with the COVID-19. You know, I sit around and I go through my day-to-day life and I, I listen to all the media. I watch how all the people are panicking. And I want to preface what I'm about to say with this. This is a very serious pandemic. You know, you need to protect yourself. You need to sanitize and you need to distance any way that you feel that you can keep yourself and your loved ones safe. I completely understand this. But I do not, what I do not like is instilled panic amongst the masses in order to push a narrative or to get a desired result. That is something I will not and cannot condone. But again, that is a discussion for another time. Uh, That is not the subject of this particular podcast. Today I will be talking about the five levels of humanity. For those that know me, and again, this is not just for my listeners, but those who know me personally, they know that I'm a very empathetic person. I always have been, even when I was in my darker times in my youth. I always found myself caring for people more than I thought that I should, especially growing up in the city that I grew up in. Um, that being said, I've come to realize that we as a society, as a whole, not just here in the United States where I currently reside, but all over the world are going through a societal shift. You know, I mean, if you look at the world leaders that are being selected, they have a different mindset. They tend to fall under a certain one of these levels of hum- of humanity that I'm going to detail over the course of this particular podcast, but they all tend to lean more towards self-preservation as opposed to preservation of the masses which and again there are some that may disagree with me on this i believe is the role of any world leader to care more about those that they serve than themselves service to all as opposed to service to oneself i have a saying i've always believed empathy over apathy You know, people that know me from some of the social media platforms they've met me on, you know, they've probably heard me say that time and time again. Empathy over apathy. And I do not believe that is what we as a whole, as society, are leaning towards, honestly. I believe if it doesn't benefit us or benefit those we, we care about in our immediate circle, we find ways to just brush it to the side even though it could be to the detriment of someone else's life. And to me, that is just shocking to witness. Over the course of the next few weeks, like I said, as I do this mini-series, I'm going to be detailing numerous issues. But I wanted to start with this two-part episode here. This will be part one. I was supposed to have a guest on with me earlier this morning, but unfortunately... Unable to attend yet, so I might get her in here a little later today. But 
I will go ahead and start it up because I wanted to get this out just so for my listeners to really dive in a little bit. So I will start with the five levels of humanity. Level one. Level one of humanity is self-preservation. These individuals within our society, they care basically for themselves. They are narcissistic. They are vindictive. And they are save my ass over save my soul, (laughs) for lack of a better terminology. (laughs) For anyone that knows me, they know I've always made that little analogy that you can either save your soul or you can save your ass, but you can't save both. They would fall into the category of those that are trying to save their ass. In other words, these are individuals that care only for themselves. They don't care who they hurt in the process. They don't care who they have to get over to get what they desire. They simply care about themselves. And they will tear others apart to achieve that goal of self-preservation. For example, in my opinion, you've got several world leaders that fall under this category of level one. President of the United States, Donald Trump, in my opinion, is the one of the, the epitome of this level one stance of humanity. This gentleman has made it his personal business to put out erroneous information time and time again to the public, sometimes at the cost of people's lives, whether that be directly or indirectly. These individuals are what I personally fight against in my day to day life. I've been doing this many years since the age of 16. The thing is, I was always raised as a very inclusive person. You know, my mother always taught me to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat people with respect and you should be able to receive it. Now, granted, to all my listeners and myself, we all know that's not always the case. Sometimes you can be the most respectful and caring person and people will still find the way to hate you because no matter what you do, in your day-to-day life, there's always going to be someone that has something to say about it. And I completely understand that. I do. That being said, these level one individuals, they tend to be in positions of power. Uh, this, And again, this is from experience, you know, interacting with these particular individuals on these levels of humanity. From what I've seen through the course, uh, let me let me slow it down a minute. I'm 31 years old. So over the course of my 31 years of life, this is what I have witnessed. Now, again, there are, there are individuals that may be older than myself that have seen something different, maybe in a different era. That is fine. I do acknowledge that. But what I'm seeing now, as we move deeper into the 21st century, I see, fir- I see firsthand what these level one individuals are about and the impact that they're having on society. So as I was saying, this is what I tend to fight against with all my might and all my resources in my day-to-day life. However, they do have a role to play. And I want to make sure that I put emphasis on that. They do have a role to play. Whether it's you're an individual like me that finds them honestly irritable. But it also keeps people like myself grounded. You know, we always, we as a society constantly lean towards the negative. But we, we never want to take the positive aspects from it and build upon it to kind of rise above whatever that neg- whatever roadblock that negative is placing in front of us. A prime example is this. I see an indi- individual like Donald Trump. I see an individual like I see an individual like Duterte down in the Philippines. You know, I see an individual like Vladimir Putin. 
you know. I'll tell you another one. Now, Xi Jinping would not classify under level one, but Xi Jinping does, there are certain things that he does that a level one individual could relate to. But no, I want to make sure that I'm very clear. Xi Jinping, which is the, the world leader of China, would not classify as a level one individual. So when you see, and as I, the point I was trying to make is when we, we individuals like myself who classify under the level five position, which I will detail later in the podcast, they are the exact opposite of us. That's why we are on level five. They are level one. You know, we, we're, we're the exact opposites with everything else in between. But that does not mean that when we come, when we interact with these particular individuals, that it has to be all negative. So we see, because naturally, a level five individual, meaning a level one individual, may view them as a complete detriment to their character. They view themselves in the right, you know? Uh, and then a level one meeting a level five, vice versa. So for example, Donald Trump or any of the other level one individual, any even a level one individual that you, my listeners, may have in your day-to-day life may look at you and say, you know, what's wrong with him, man? You know, he's so, he or she's so concerned with the actions of everyone else. You need to worry about yourself. And because there is a great, let me tell you something, there is a great quote, my listeners, I'm sure you're familiar with, that you cannot expect anyone to care or love you if you cannot care or love yourself first. And that is absolutely true. I'm a firm believer of that. However, I don't believe in allowing yourself to become self-absorbed. And that is imperative. So with that, I want to I want to ride into level two, the level two of humanity. Now these are that concern themselves with the well-being of just themselves and their immediate family. Immediate family would be wife, mother, sister, brother. Your immediate, the immediate family, those that you that you love, that you claim to love the most. Now, we're all, in some, some form or capacity, we're all classified as level two at some point. Okay, I, I, I love my family. I'm sure most of my listeners, you love yours, or you have whoever you deem as your family. And you, you hold them very dear. However, there may be times where you find yourself out in society, and, may, and I'll use this COVID, I'll go back to this COVID uh, pandemic that we're dealing with right now. And I'll touch on that. Maybe there's someone that's been been shunned because of the, the pandemic. Someone that's been ejected uh, from their living situation because of the pandemic. Maybe there was, uh, they were over capacity and they had to be removed from the property. Any reason. Uh, just This is just hypothetically speaking. Okay. And they come and they ask for some help. Maybe they ask for a few dollars. Okay. Or maybe you're riding in your... Let me, let me use a, a better example. You're riding in your vehicle in your day-to-day lives and you come across a homeless individual and homeless individual is sitting there and, you know, they, they ask for a couple of dollars to get something to eat. The natural reaction is, well, you know, wh- why are they homeless? You know, you need to go get a job. Some people, I've literally heard people say that. And again, it is not, obviously it's not so open and closed as that, but that is a discussion for another time. I will discuss poverty and things of that nature, but is not nearly as open and shut as that. But if you're in the car, let's say that I'm a teenage boy. I'm 16, 16 years old or whatever. I'm riding with my father or my mother. We see homeless person 
And I have literally seen this happen. I was riding with a friend of mine in my youth and we were going somewhere. This was before I could drive. And there was a homeless person sitting on the side of the road holding a little sign, you know, claiming claiming that they, they wanted some food. My friend's mother at the time, I asked, hey, are we gonna stop? You know, I've got a couple dollars. And she said, she said to me in not so many words, boy, are you crazy? Hold on to your money, you're gonna need that later. They made their choices in life and now they have to deal with it. That goes back to the apathy over empathy, which is what I'm opposed to. It is, I believe empathy over apathy is exactly what we need and that is a prime example of why. Now, yes, you know, I can understand why as, you know, as a very successful woman herself, she may have felt that way, but you were so presumptuous today in society, you know, always trying to place people in a certain box and I, and I sat there and I remember this like it was yesterday. I was wondering to myself, I said, huh, they made their choices in life, huh? I hope I don't make choices like that. And as I grew older, I looked back at that moment. I said, I was wrong at that moment because we, I don't know. I didn't know that man. I don't know what that man went through. I don't know if that man lost his job. That man lost someone very special to him. He fell into a depression. And before he could pull out of it, he ended up in the situation that he was in. Any number of circumstances could have occurred to place him there. But what I realized about it was, life is, life is going to keep moving regardless, no matter what we choose to do with it. Only thing that we can do to soften the blow is to be kinder with each other and try to build through each other. Because this is our society, no one else's. You know, we get so caught up in the day-to-day nitty gritty Level, like the level ones thinking it's all about me, 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 or the level twos thinking about, you know, it's just for me and mine. But I mean, you have to think about it. This society that we live in is vast. There are numerous people, numerous individuals, you know, and whether we like them or not, you know, personally, we're going to always come into contact with them. You can't just shut people out. Even with this pandemic we're dealing with, you know, there's still you're still constantly interacting with people, even though we're supposed to be social distancing. <laughs> and so that, that goes back into the level two of humanity, self-absorption along with immediate family, your blood, the people that you, cl- you claim to love the most. Now, before I get into level three, I want to send a very, some very special condolences. Um, plane crash yesterday in Pakistan by the airport. It was a 99 passenger plane that crashed and numerous lives were lost. I haven't got the exact numbers yet, so I I will not quote them here on the podcast, but I just want to send my prayers to the people of Pakistan for those that have lost loved ones. Know that you're not alone. Now, continuing on, I want to move to level three. Now, level three is somewhat similar to level two, except it expands a little further. Level three is love for oneself, immediate family, and close friends. When when I say close friends, this can be like a girlfriend. This can be like a best friend that you grew up with and been through thick and thin together. So naturally to you, this person may feel like family. Okay. Myself, honestly, I don't have a lot of close friends. And and I use that term very loosely, close friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of people that will smile in my face constantly. 
Hey, Angeles, how are you, man? Hey, how have you been, man? Hey, I love what you're doing in your community, man. I love this, I love that. But yet and still, could not tell you the very first thing about me. You know, it's about what my passions are. So those are the individuals that you really have to look out for. But I digress. Level three individuals, they lean more towards the empathy over apathy aspect of it. I don't want anyone to misconstrue that. They are, they are very empathetic individuals. However, they are empathetic still to a particular circle. You know, it's, it's still limited to their immediate family and their close loved ones. So naturally, when you find them interacting with society, there are times where their apathy may still kick in in the event that they see another family going through something and they have a choice whether to protect that said family or protect their own. They feel that there's no in-between, and I don't believe that to be the case. I'll give you a prime example of this. The other day, I was out on the expressway, and I was just riding, and there was a car that had been broken down. It was a man, his wife, and two kids. You know, they were just changing their tire. No big deal. But the father was clearly having trouble changing the tire. You know, he, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't funny, but it was just interesting to see because, you know, his wife was sitting there with a crunched look on her face, wondering what was taking so long. Kids were in the back just playing, being children. But yet and still, you see all these cars passing by. No one offered. No one offered to give him a hand. Nothing. Now, again, they're not obligated to do that. But again, you look over and you and you see one of your brothers, and I and I and I say this, brothers and sisters. I believe I believe us all to be. Okay, before I continue, let me pause right here on this thought, and let me just touch on this because I know this won't make sense unless I put a little context to this. I don't really talk a lot about my religion. I am what you would call a monotheistic spiritualist. And again, nothing against anybody that's from a polytheistic religion. No, nothing against anyone. As a matter of fact, I know just a couple days ago, it was Ascension Day. So happy Ascension Day to even to the Christian faith. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm downing any other religion when I say this. But I am a monotheistic spiritualist. And I believe in one creator of the universe and everything in between. And I basically take positive aspects from numerous religions, whether it be Christianity, whether it be Buddhism, whether it be uh, Judaism, whether it be Confucianism, whether it be Shintoism, whatever it may be, I take positive aspects and I try to implement that within my day-to-day life activities. So as I was riding down, the, getting back onto the thought, as I was riding down the expressway and I saw this individual, <clears throat> excuse me, and I saw this individual and his family, my natural, this was my natural instinct, my natural instinct. The very first thing that came into my mind was to stop and help them. Now, the old me, I will, I will acknowledge this, the old me at the time would have just kept driving and figured that he would have dealt with it on his own. But I stopped. I had, now, I have a little bit of mechanical knowledge, so I offered to help. At first, he was a little bit standoffish. He had his mask on, obviously, worried about the pandemic. But, you know, I had my mask, too. I don't, no- I don't normally wear my mask as much as I should. I will openly acknowledge that. But I keep my distance. For people that I see that are bothered by that, I do try to keep my distance. But for this, I did wear my mask and I approached and I asked him if he needed any help. His initial reaction was, no, 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 I got it, I got it. Thank you though, thank you though, thank you though. And and his wife was being funny and she said, oh, no, he doesn't, no, he doesn't. And we just had a nice laugh. But I said, look, it's no problem. I'm happy to help. I've got a 
I've got a few tools over here in the back. Let me see if I can see what the problem is. So I got out, I helped. About 35 minutes later, they were good to go and they were going, going on about their day. Now that is more of me as an individual. And I, and I want all of my listeners here to think about this. Knowing the way that our society is shaping up now and all of the cruelty that we're seeing all over the world, and I'm talking all over the world, would it really kill us to be more empathetic instead of apathetic? I mean, what harm can it truly do? We have seen the end results of what it is when we can we have that nonchalance attitude about, about oh, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to take care of me. If they didn't, it's probably because of choices that they made in their life. I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to do mine. And I do not believe that that is the cure to what we're facing now. We've got a situation, we've got a man in the White House constantly tearing down any individual that disagrees with him. And I do not believe that we as a society, not let alone Americans, I do not believe those are the morals that we are based on. Now, again, that's another discussion that I can go into at, an, excuse me, at another time because we talk about a constitution, but we never, we never reference to what particular individuals who the particular individuals were that wrote said constitution and what they were doing prior to that. But again, that is another story, which I will discuss firmly with a guest of mine when they arrive. Moving on. Uh, we're, sticking, we're sticking with level three. Now, as I was saying that level three individuals are, they are empathetic to a certain degree. However, they still feel uh, they have a comfort zone. They have a, a small radius. They have that little circle of individuals that they care for. But if you're outside of that circle, you may not be a, you may not be able to experience that empathy, and you may see them behave in an apathetic manner. That's unfortunate, but it's just a fact of reality. And again, I welcome all voice messages. From if you agree with me, you want to add something to that, you disagree, I'm definitely open to hear that. But now here we get to the nitty gritty. We move in to episode, I'm sorry, not episode, excuse me. <laughs> episode, I'm silly. We move into level four of humanity. Now level four is very interesting. I, I have, I've actually met a few of, the, of these. These can also, some people construe these as world leaders also, but you have to look at it like this. There are certain world leaders that behave within the scope of what their office dictate, dictates that they do which changes when they get into their personal life. And then there are the select few that once they leave their office, they still maintain that same energy and hold this level four of humanity. Level four of humanity are those that concern themselves with the well-being of themselves and their immediate community. Their, maybe it's their country or it's the neighborhood, that they, the particular neighborhood that they live in. For example, I, I grew up in Inglewood. I grew up in Inglewood, California. You know, my, my neighborhood was not one of the best at the time, but you know what? You know, it was mine. <laughs> it's what I, we looked out for each other and we did what we had to do. And you know, we had our ups and downs. I mean, I can go even further back. <laughs> we can, I can go even further back to the city I grew up in called Baruta. It is in the south side of Caracas, Venezuela. And it is, I mean, it's not like what we have here. Uh, a lot of my listeners, I'm sure you probably can't can't fathom what this is like but it was a very small poor village it is what it is you know that that was my life and that was how I was born and that's what I was that was the hand that I was dealt that being said 
level four individuals, they they tend to have more empathy than most. You know, that if, if we're on if we're going on a scale of one to ten, there's probably te- teeters at around seven to eight, seven to eight. These these are actually very rare individuals to find, however. But when you do find them, they are doing am- amazing things. These are the people that you see with doing the community projects. These are the ones that you see trying to reach out to the underprivileged. These are the individuals that you see, <clears throat> excuse me, at your city hall, maybe that you might see at your city hall meetings. Now, I understand that with some people, you know, they may come off as a little bit headstrong, a little bit fraudulent to some people because you see them at the city hall meetings and it appears that they just want to argue but you can't look at it in that closed scope even excuse me even those individuals that that seem more confrontational than others they are simply passionate about what they're trying to protect you know you cannot knock someone for their passion in protecting something that they care about however you know, there's got to be a limit, you know, it, because it can go from being passionate to being absolutely detrimental, not only to oneself, but to others. And once you've become detrimental to someone else's way of life, then you've crossed the line. And that is the level four of humanity. Uh, I, I've honestly, over the course of my life, the level four individuals that I've met, I can count on one hand. I really can. I can count on one hand. Because as I said, society has begun to shift and we are leaning much more to an apathetic society as opposed to empathetic. And that is actually very scary, especially with the, with the number of level one individuals that we have in control of things, running, running nations, running, running business organizations, corporate CEOs, um, presidents, things of that nature. And this is where we as a society have to really decide who we want to be and what type of society we want to build for ourselves and our children once we're long gone. And again, I will go deeper into that over the course of the next few weeks as we touch on various topics. Now we get to the nitty gritty. Level five of humanity. This one is this one rings home with me so deep. Uh. Uh, it really does because level five individuals, honestly, as I said, with level four individuals, you can only count them on one hand. Level five individuals, I mean, two fingers may not even be enough. Over the course of your life, if you even run into one of these, you should count yourself truly lucky or blessed. I'll be very honest with you because they are a rarity. They are a rarity in the sense that when you see them, you don't even believe that they're real. You believe that they are, that they are fraudulent, that they're, there's something that they're trying to hide. And that's the natural, that's a natural human reaction. Don't get me wrong. We, we, we sometimes feel that people are too nice, you know, you know, because it's not common. We're not used to people being, Hey man, let me give you, you know, can I, can I borrow a dollar? Well, man, this is my last dollar. Let me hear, but here you go. You take it or, you know. Hey man, I, I really, I really gotta, I gotta get a ride to so and so, and I don't really have any gas. Can you help me out? You reach in your pocket, and you give your last twenty. You're getting ready to go purchase something for yourself, but you give your last twenty to the individual that asked you to it because you know that they're more in need than you are, and that you can, that you, your needs can be put on the side just for a moment. 
Very rarely will you see that happen. So naturally, as a society, when we come, when we begin to interact with these people, when we cross paths with these individuals, as I said before, because it is so rare, we don't believe it to be real or we believe there to be some ulterior motive. And that, that is something that we really need to address as a society, as a society, excuse me, because it's kind of like missing, um, I'm sure for those that are somewhat religious, they've heard the term missing your blessing. You know, when you have someone that crosses your path, it really is trying to bless you. And it doesn't have to necessarily be with, you know, monetary gain. It can be with the word, something to lift you up when you're having a hard day through the darkness. So with that, I want to detail what level five individuals are. Level five, the level five of humanity are individuals that concern themselves with the broad spectrum of humanity. These are the individuals, very rarely, that believe that they can spark a movement to change the world. Now, let me preface this with, now, no one person can do that. No one person can do that. It has to be a movement. It has to be a combination of numerous individuals, not just from level five, but levels five, four, three, two, and one, wanting to see the change. One of, one of my personal idols is Mahatma Gandhi, along with Martin Luther King Jr. You know, they, they practiced civil disobedience. Martin Luther King naturally learned that from Mahatma Gandhi, okay? Like, these are, these are certain philosophies that he picked up. Also, they can be, they're biblical philosophies. But these are individuals that concern themselves with the well-being of others over themselves. But they did so in a peaceful manner. They truly valued life. And that is a beautiful, that is a beautiful thing to me. Excuse me. Let me get some water while I, whilst I do this. You can just give me one moment. I apologize. Continue on. They truly value life. better. Now, I classify myself as a level five individual. Now, <laughs> there, were, <laughs> my mother, my mother and other immediate members of my family may say otherwise, and that is fine. <laughs> that is perfectly fine. But anyone that really knows me, it's in, in all seriousness, though, anyone that really knows me that's coming, that's coming to contact, maybe I've crossed your path one way or uh, at one time or another. You know, maybe we've just had a conversation here or there. And you've always wondered why I concern myself with what you're going through in your day-to-day life. It is not because I'm trying to be nosy. And again, to some of my listeners, I'm sure you can relate to this because I'm sure some of you have crossed paths with me before and we've had this discussion. And maybe I've helped you through a dark day that you've had. Maybe with just some words. Maybe I sent you a little something financially to help you to help lift you up when you were going through some hard times whatever it may be I genuinely care about you I genuinely care about those individuals that I come into contact with sometimes to my detriment I'll be very honest with you but that is just the way that I am programmed over the course of my life as I've experienced different things I developed this because this is the type of person that I said that I wanted to be at the end of the day if I feel this way and I change because the people that I'm trying to help are not responsive, is this really who I am? You have to really think about that. You know, we, 
sometimes we concern ourselves with, we, we say, oh, I don't want to do this. You know, I don't want to help this person because, you know, this person might be unappreciative or, you know, this person might look at me as having white knight syndrome, as, as they like to call it nowadays. Uh, this person or uh, this is something. Let me touch on this also with level level five individuals. There are certain individuals that genuinely just respect the opposite sex, for example. And <laughs> it's actually interesting there within the youth youth of society today, the terminology that's going around, you know, there's always some little keyword that they want to use to classify people. Now the word is simp, which is actually an old word, to be honest, which I always found very entertaining. But they they've they have basically resurrected the word simp and they use it as basically it. They try to use it to classify those that have respect for women. You know, they don't want to they don't talk. They don't talk greasy. And, you know, they don't always want to talk down and tell them that, you know, that that I beat their chest and claim to be the alpha male and that you're going to do what I say. And then when you, if you don't follow that, that train of thought, they want to classify you as a simp. <laughs> I always thought that one was entertaining, but you know, it, it, I digress with that. The point that I'm making here is these level five individuals generally care about others more than they care about themselves to the utmost degree. Um, another example of an individual like this. I mean, if you want, if you're a religious individual, you have your prophets, Jesus Christ, you know, Muhammad, peace be upon them. You know, these are these are particular individuals that societies look up to as being the level five that you rarely see. But there are also these level fives that you can cross in your day to day societies. And you and again, you're not going to you're not going to really know them by sight. OK, you're not. You're going to really have to interact with them and you're going to have to see how they carry themselves in their day to day. They don't they're not going to sit there and they're going to they're not going to ask for applause. They're not going to they're not going to ask for you to tell them how good they are. They're not going to ask for you to give them anything in return. They're simply going to do it and they're going to keep moving on to the next. These people generally value life and everything in between. And I cannot tell you listeners how beautiful it is to actually come across an individual like this if you have the privilege to ever do so. They honestly can change your life. Now, again, I classify myself as a level five, but again, some may disagree and that's perfectly fine. But for those of you listening that I have interacted with at the time, you know, before, I mean, just I hope. And again, you don't have to tell me, but only you really know. I hope that I have been able to impact your life for the better. I hope I have been able to spark some kind of change in your life where you were able to pull yourself out of whatever darkness you were going through at the time that we may have discussed and help you find your way to the light. And I mean that wholeheartedly, seriously, because I do genuinely care about all of you. You know, a buddy of mine, I know he's listening. You know, he and I, we we do a discussion from time to time and he he finds himself caught up in the the nitty gritty back and forth because, you know, as I said earlier in this podcast, there are always going to be individuals that have a problem with what you do. Whether you're doing it for good, whether you're doing it for bad, whether you're just doing it for yourself. You know, there's always going to be someone that has something to say about what you do, whether it be positive or negative. And you have to take both because, you know, they're both sides of the same coin. So to my buddy that's listening, I'm not going to put your name out just yet, man, because I know <clears throat> I know you like to maintain your privacy. But if you're listening, 
I do genuinely care about you, man. I really do. I genuinely care about you. And I'm trying to help you. When I sit there, I'm not trying to patronize you when I come on there and I tell you the same things over and over about how to deal with these these negative elements that find their way into your life. So if you were wondering, this is who I am as a person. And I just wanted to sit there and while whilst I was on this podcast, I wanted to put that out to you. So I have now just detailed the five levels of humanity. This is just part one of this segment. Once my special guest arrives, hopefully that will be today, I will place out part two what we will discuss further in detail and our thoughts on each certain individuals within our within our community and societies that we classify as each classify under each level and the impact that they're having on the world's on the world scale. So uh, that uh, when Dr. Lee arrives, I think that is going to be an interesting topic of discussion. So for anyone listening in, I hope you will join us for that discussion. Well, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching up on the 40 minute mark. I wasn't going to do this one too long. I just really wanted to start off this podcast detailing the five levels of humanity as we move forward in this mini series, talking about various topics. I want to reference back to this. Uh, You know, this is going to be our big referencing point. And I just want to see if my listeners, any of you that are listening in that found your way here can classify what level of humanity the individuals we will be discussing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Goodness, <clears throat> my throat is dry this morning. Ah, excuse me. Classify what level these individuals that we'll be discussing fall under. At the end of each podcast, I will actually pose that question. And I would love to get some feedback from any listeners about their thoughts on that. With that... I'd like to thank all of you that did tune in for tonight. And again, I want you all to stay safe. This has been your Archangel signing out. Until next time, friends, stay safe.